Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sarah. Amen. We thank you for such an anointed, beautiful ministration. Amen. She please pray for friend. We are standing here only because he made a way for us. Amen. Father, we thank you for this offering. Receive it in Jesus' name. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in church today? So Sunday, we all know is Swollen Sunday. Amen. And I remember when um, yesterday, if you listen to Bishop when he was in Australia, he was preaching about Nakazo that we should um, look 1422. We should go out to the byways, to the highways, and invite people to church. And when Bishop Intefo came, he said something about soul winning that soul winning makes your life glorious, and soul winning attracts the grace of God into your life. By the grace of God, we're going to watch some testimonies about people who, because of the fact that they did so winning, they evangelized, something special happened to them. Amen. So just relax and watch the video, and I hope it will inspire you also that on Sunday you go to the highways, the byways, to invite somebody to church on Sunday. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. How many of you believe in God's blessings and God's provisions for your life? Bible says that you are partakers of my grace. How many of you believe there is a grace in this house? There is a grace of prosperity in this house. There is a grace to be debt free. If you are sitting here under the sound of my voice, you will be debt free in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. But the Bible says that you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless. Amen. I'm excited because escape is coming up next week, Sunday. Hallelujah. And it's another opportunity for us to do something for God. And I believe as we work for God, as we serve him, God will definitely bless us. Amen. We have powerful and amazing testimonies today. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Many people think it's vain to serve God, but the Bible says, I have not asked the seed of Jacob to seek me in vain. You will never serve God in vain. You are receiving a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together. Let's receive Prosper Chapu as he shares the first testimony for today. Oh, do it better for him. I can't hear you clapping. The louder your clap, the quicker your testimony. Amen. Prosper, tell us what has God done for you. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is Prosper Chapu from Pasa, a village in the Votanov, one of the gardens. And what has God done for you? I, in 2015, I came to Accra having nowhere to sleep, having nowhere to lay my head, I came to hustle in Accra. But when I came to Accra, I was fortunate, and then I, I found the first lab church. And then I gave my life to Christ. I started working in the church. I joined the gardeners. After the gardeners, I was made to start a bustle. After that, I joined, I became a bus center leader. And by the grace of God, I didn't have anywhere to lay my head. And in my deep poverty, I was still serving God. I started busing people from Ashama all the way from Ashama to First Lab Center. And God has transformed my life during these years. And I've gotten, through that, I've gotten a place to sleep. It wasn't a problem to get a place to sleep after. And then, one day, as I joined the church and I was working for God, a door was open for me to meet the prophets. And I... Uh, Reverend Ajiman uh, brought me to meet the prophet. For so you went for a counseling session with yes, the prophet? Yes, yes. And what, you were, you were a basenta leader at that time? Yes, please. So you had the opportunity to go for a counseling session with the yes, prophet? Yes, please. And what happened then? And prophet, when we, we got into, uh, prophet asked me where am I from, I, I, I said it. He said, my level of education, I said a diploma. 
he, he asked me, why did you, and then he asked me the, the type of course I did. He said, why did you do such a course? And there was a lot of reasons to that. So I just told him one of the reasons. And I said, okay, okay, okay. And then later on, he, he didn't really say that I should continue school or not, but I received a key from there that I knew I, should, I have to continue from the, school. From the, from the reaction he had yes, when yes, he mentioned Yes, yes, from the reaction, I knew that I have to continue school. But he didn't say anything. And then I also didn't have a job, and I don't know how I'm going to get money to continue this school. How am I going to do it? So I was a bit confused. Before you left the office, yes, what happened? Yes, before I left the office. Then he prayed for us. He laid his hands and then prayed for me. And after I left, uh, a, a mate in school, he called me and said, oh, uh, am I working? I said, no. Then he said, oh, there's a so-and-so job. I oh, should, I should give come. the Lord a mighty shout of praise. But even the work I'm even doing and the type of uh, salary I receive, my, my certificate cannot be compared to. And I realized I was on the prayers that the prophet prayed for me. Wow. And then after that, I knew that I have to continue school. Reverend Joshua, I had the opportunity sometimes to meet Reverend Joshua. He asked me, are you? And then after I was talking, and then he said, your understanding is too low. You need to go back to school. Then I was wondering, I said, ah, so what am I going to do in school? So I was confused. One day I was listening to uh, one, preaching. Uh, yeah, prophet preaching in one of the camps. Then he said, in it, I heard him saying that uh, one of the two most top uh, courses in act was uh, administration and law. So I decided that, okay, I'm going to do administration. And then I proceeded to do my degree in Gimpa, and now I'm now offering a degree program in Gimpa. And, and you're, you're telling me you come from Tassa? Yes. Has anybody in your family ever been to the university? Honestly, I'm the first to be in the university practically for my family. Yes. Practically. And you were telling me there's another blessing that you received from the last last Yes, time. last year. Uh, last year, I didn't, where I was staying was so bad that I was believing God for a place. So I decided to write on the covenant's uh, form, I wrote that, God, please, just give me a better place. As I serve you. Yes, as, as I, I bring people you. to church. Yes. As I bask people yes. to church. Yes. Give me a better place to stay. Give me a better what place. What happened after that swollen Sunday? After the swollen Sunday, I went to work and a friend of mine took me to a place. I told him that I, where I am is too bad. I need a place. And then he said, okay, there's some government apartments here, so he's going to take me there. And then he, they have offered me a place now, and then I don't even pay. Oh, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Everything. If you serve the Lord, he will bless you. I see God giving you a down payment of the blessings of your service to him this week. If you believe it, say, I receive it. I receive it. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. And let's welcome Pastor Harrell Noama to share his testimony of how God has blessed him as he began serving God practically in this house. Amen. Next week, you have to arrive in church with your bus, with your Uber, with your taxi. And as you do that, I believe God is blessing you. Amen. Pastor Harrell, tell us what has God done for you. Amen. Amen. Um, my name is Harrell. I'm an overseer and uh, Pastor Solomon Odame at the East Legon Church. Um, I'm in charge of a center at Mempasem. Now, when I, my wife and I got married, we had a number of challenges. And um, as we also had things that we desired for. And um, it did seem so far. Such as? Such as um, a car. I mean, the reason why I needed a car is because my wife was expecting. And uh, where we stay is quite far. So how to bring her from home to the hospital was a problem. But one day... And what else were you believing God for? I was also believing God to move out of um, my rented apartment and into a home that I've built by God's grace. Um, so one day, um, whilst having my quiet time, I, I was thinking about these things. They were heavy on my mind and my heart. And as I pondered on them, I just felt the Holy Spirit tell me to focus on loving him and serving him. So I made up my mind that I'll find a way to do this. Because, um, I mean, I've, I'd been in church and I had, I'd heard daddy preach and I really wanted to do it, but I didn't know how to. So when I, I felt the Holy Spirit say this, I said, no, I have to overcome all my reasons. So that Sunday I, I came to church, I saw Reverend Joshua and I asked him to help me find a place to work. So he placed me in one of his town centers that is um, under Derek at the town center, uh, TF. 
now I was there and I was helping. So as I continued to work, one day I received a message that I had been transferred to join um, Reverend Nakoja. And so I moved. And under Reverend Nakoja, I was made a bus center leader. So you started busing people to I church? I started busing people. I remember how happy I was on my first Sunday when I came with three people to church. I came and I thanked uh, Reverend Nakoja. And then he told me that it's the opportunity that the, the, the prophet has given. That's allowing all of us to have such a place. And what, what difference, what, what blessing did you notice in your now, life after you started yes, passing? Yes, now, as I started to focus on working for the Lord, I, one of the things that happened was a week before my wife went into labor, I had a call from my sister who said she had received a visa to join her husband in the U.S. And so she was giving me her car. Hey, I used to give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. A week to the delivery. I mean, I tried to get some money, but it still wasn't adding up. Your sister called you to come for the car. My sister called me to come for the car a week before. A week before. I mean, I was afraid because I was thinking if she goes into labor during the day, traffic will be a problem. I mean, you know the Legon traffic. And if she goes into labor in the night, how am I going to get a taxi at that time and all that? So and what, else, what, what other blessing have you seen? Um, okay, so as I continue to serve the Lord, also one day I met Reverend Akoja and he asked me, Kweku, are you building? And then I said, no, I desire land, but I don't even have. Then he asked me to go find the land and then build. And supernaturally, supernaturally in a matter of two weeks i had received money from all kinds of places and i purchased you will receive money from all kinds of places the bible says that those that reap the harvest they will receive wages wow yeah. I, I see somebody paying you for work that you don't know the work you've done yeah, yeah. and we i bought i purchased the land at our dream location that is on the Kuyapem ridges two plots of land and I believe God that as I continue to serve him, he's going to bless me and the grace in the house is going to work for me so that I'll finish the building and move in. You will and finish in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And so as um, Swollen Sunday is next, coming next week, I just want to encourage everyone here that Matthew 6.33 really works. Every one of us should get involved in this work. Bring a, two souls, bring a bus. Call your friends, call your, your, your loved ones, your family. Bring them all and, 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 and watch and see what the Lord will do in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. Oh, I believe you can put your hands together for Jesus. You will also build... You will move your rental apartment into your own house. A house that you will not pay mortgage. I say a house that you will not pay mortgage. If you believe it, let your amen be the loudest. Hallelujah. And I want to, you know, it all came, they all came because of what? So winning. Hallelujah. Your life will be glorious. I say your life will be glorious as you invite people, as you bring somebody to church next week Sunday. I want to, you see, bringing somebody to church, it will not come like that. You have to pray. You have to think through. You have to overcome their excuses. You see, the way they say it, you may be thinking, oh, you just have a bus and then the bus will be filled up. Hallelujah. You can also do, oh, Reverend, by Manhattan, how can we get a bus? We have Uber. We have Lyft. So I'm, I'm taking Uber seven-seater. Lord, fill it with souls. These, my friends, who were partying last Saturday, they should all come to church this Sunday. Sunday. Hallelujah. How many are going to bring them in, into, into church? Bring them all over. Let's go to Queens. Let's go to Bronx. Let's go to New Jersey. Let's go to Staten Island. Let's go to where are some Manhattan right here. Jersey City. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Reverend, I have one or two people that I would like to bring, but I, I don't know how. You come and see LP, all the pastors here. See, any of us, we will help you to bring the person to church. And we will help you to take the person home. How many will be willing if somebody comes and the person wants to go back home? You will say that, Reverend, let the person go home on my Uber account. If you are here like that, give me a wave. Yes, you see. Can you please know them for me? Up here, Anita Pasanana. My, my brother, Jeff. My dear brother. Um, yes, please. Come on. Says that if you bring somebody, maybe you, you, you will come by you. As you come with a person, you have to stay for because of your responsibilities. But the person may have to go home. You can't let the person stay. Say, I'm here. I will just let the person ride on my account. Epipam, okay. Then, um, Mrs. Nana, uh, our dear sister Liz. Pastor Nana, are you getting all their names for me? Right there, we are forming transportation team right away. <laughs> Wonderful. Can you please keep your hand? And the Lord will visit you, you and your wife, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you, are you here? Yeah. How many people do you have, Pastor Nana? Five? Mrs. Nana, Epi Pam, Sister Liz. Oh, Jeff, right there. Yeah, sorry, Junior. Jeff and Junior. Yeah. Junior, you have to bring the NYPD members to church. Invite them so that when they see us over speedy, they will not give us tickets. In the first place, you don't overspeed. Tell the next person that don't overspeed. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see how you were taking the announcement and the offering nicely. There are many young people like you over there. Hallelujah. Let's bring them. Let's bless them. God will bless us. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We bless your name. We we. We glorify your name for causing us and for causing us to approach. May we be satisfied with the goodness of the house. Satisfaction through joy. Satisfaction through good health. Peace. Understanding. Oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Open our eyes into the scriptures. Give us an understanding heart. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. And let the saints say. Amen. Please take your seat in the presence of the living God. My seat is still empty. Where are the shepherds? Reverend, it's a big church. Please allow us to see where we feel comfortable. It's true. Hallelujah. Those testimonies, they are real. If we serve the Lord, God will bless us. And God is looking for people who will go out there for so winning. Jeff, you are, uh, um, Jeff and Junior, you are far. Please come and sit by LP. LP here. Is that my dear sister Malia? Malia Alice, please come forward. See, when you sit far like that, I can't see you before you will force me to change my glasses. <laughs> Isaiah 15. The title of the message, Lord, oh, give us our memory verse quickly. Preaching for a short time. Philippians 1 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he which have begun a good work 
in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Can we say it our memory verse? Philippians chapter 1 verse uh-huh uh-huh tell the person God has begun a good work in you say God has begun a good work in you and he is performing it Therefore, do not give up. Tell the person, don't look at my life right now and judge me because God has begun a good work in me. So it's in me, you can see. So he's working on me every day. He's performing it every day. So come and see me next year. And that is when you will see the product of what God has done. Ah, put your hands together for yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Don't look at where you are right now in your life. Look at where you are going. In fact, the enemy does not attack you because of where you are, but because of where you are going. Hallelujah. He knew that Jesus was coming to die to save us. So he decided that he will fight him from the babyhood. Hallelujah. And, but he did not succeed. Let's say it again. Ready? Go. Hallelujah. Who would like to say it for us, please? Without looking at it. Reverend, if you do that, we will not be coming to church. Oh. <laughs> please come. I won't call you. <laughs> Any young person? Yes. Oh, my dear brother here. Have I, have I met you before? Oh, they are new from Karen's wedding. Oh, Arizona. Wow. Put your hands together for them. Beautiful. Wow. So are you feeling cold already? No, no. please. No, right? Yeah, Beautiful. Because Arizona right now, I'm sure it's 105 degrees. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Philippians 1 verse 6. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, my questions has uh, let that whole thing disappear. No, 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 no. Wait. Please put on the thing again. I can give being confident. I can give you a start. A booster. Being confident of We used to sit in front of Apostle Joel and Lady Pastor BDR and mention memory verses 20 straight. Must know verses. Today, they have all disappeared. Yeah. You see, and one of the Bible, the books that I was struggling with, Hebrews. Just marrow and dividing and this asunder thing, you get confused. Oh. So sometimes you can ask, can you please give me a booster? Give me a starter. You start. Before you start, I'll continue. Yeah. So now we have the booster now. Being confident of this very thing that he which have begun a good. If you try to say it in good English, that is when you will struggle. King James, he which. Uh-huh. 
Yes, please pull it down for us. Okay. Philippians 1 verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Wow. Do you have a beloved? Yes, please. How old are you? Um, 31. 31 years. Hey, you look very young, oh. <laughs> oh, it looks like you are married already. Yes, please. Oh, you're a great husband. <laughs> yeah, because I've told my daughters, when they bring a young man like that, like you, they know the first thing, I'll ask a few verses. <laughs> if you fail, you, the conversation will not continue. God bless you. What's your name, please? David. David. Wow. LP Marie Josette is your pastor? No, uh, Pastor Norman. Pastor Norman. Okay. Okay. Oh, put your hands together for David. Are you in first love? QFC. Good. We need young people like you. Yeah. Beautiful. Are you becoming a pastor? on the way. Aspire and desire to become a pastor is a good thing. Are you with me, please? It's a great thing. Everybody must aspire. Every young man, every young woman must aspire to become a shepherd of the flock of the living God. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 50 Reverend, you didn't give me a chance, you know. I would have said it much better. Next week, I will call you. Come. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 50, verse 1. Lord, I know that you, you need somebody. I know you need somebody. That is the title of the message. The message that our father, the bishop, preached. Lord, I know you need somebody. The Lord needs you. I said, God needs you. I said, God needs you. That said, the Lord, where is the bill of your mother's divorce with which I put her away, O Israel, and all which of my creditors is to whom I have sold you? Behold, for your iniquities you were sold, and for your transgressions was your mother put away. Hallelujah. You know, you may be thinking that when you are saved, you are forever saved. You are always with God. Hallelujah. But you can see right there in the verse that when God said, Oh, Israel, that means... The saved nation. He was talking about you and I. Hallelujah. There are times that if we do not put our lives together well, God will divorce us. Hallelujah. God will just give us away. He will say, I will, I will sell you to the creditors. Are you with me, please? We are the bride of Jesus. Jesus is coming for the bride again. Am I saying something right here? And God is saying that it is not permanent. There are certain things that I would like you to do. If you do not do them, then I will divorce you. Hallelujah. That is why all of us who have had opportunity, we have by the grace of God, we are marital relationships. We should not take it for granted. Are you with me, please? We have to do what is required of us and stay in it. Are you with me? He God said, I have creditors is to whom I have sold. Behold, for your iniquities have ye sold you. Verse 2, please. Why? Verse 1. What are the iniquities? Verse 2. Amplified, I'm reading from. Why? Because, why verse 1? When I came, was there no man? 
When I called, why was there no one to answer? Is my hand shortened at all that it cannot, it cannot redeem? Or have I no power to deliver? Behold, at my rebuke, I dry up the sea and make the rivers a desert. Their fish stink because there is no water and they die of what? Hallelujah. If you read this verse, you can see that God is looking for somebody. God is looking for you and I to win souls. He said, when I came, there was no man. When I called, there was no, there was, there was there no one to answer. One of the frustrations that you yourself, you can experience in life is when you are calling somebody and the person is not answering. Especially ladies, when they put their the phone under their the bag, you know, and the bag is so deep that sometimes by the time they reach inside the bag, the whole thing has gone into and some voicemail or something like that. Am I saying something here, ladies? Yeah. And it's amazing they will be the number one to also say that when they call you, when they call you once, you don't pick. And I called you, you didn't pick up. And I called you, you didn't pick up. You will check your call log. You see, the call came in once. But they said it five times. Pastor Nana, what do you think what I'm saying? <laughs> Hallelujah. Behold, at my rebuke, I dropped. Then God started giving. Why are we not serving the Lord? Why are we not winning? So why are we not doing this? Then he started giving his credentials. We saw it from the testimonies, brothers and sisters. If we want a drastic change in our current situation, make a soul winning your priority in your life. Hallelujah. Make it number one on your list. Make it your goal that you will win souls for the Lord. You will share the word of God. Are you with me, please? Say, I have no, have I no power to deliver? Behold, at my rebuke, I dried up the, the sea. How can you dry up the sea? You think about it. Verse 3, please. Pastor Nana. Verse 3. Mm -hmm. I clothe the heavens with the blackness mm -hmm. of murky storm clouds, mm -hmm. and I mix sackcloth of mourning their covering. Mm. Verse 4. The servant of God says, The Lord God has given me the tongue of a disciple and one of who is taught that I should know how to speak a word in season. To the Lord God has given me the tongue of a disciple and of one who is taught that I should know how to speak a word. If you hear, you allow yourself to be taught and you receive the teachings, Amen. then you begin to speak like what? You begin to speak in season. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, the Lord has given me the tongue of a disciple, of a learned, a disciple, to win souls. How do you, how do you disciple? to preach and share. And you can only share when you have received. Hallelujah. Amen. If you don't have, you cannot share. That's right. If your belly is empty, your belly is empty, you cannot share. Hallelujah. Amen. And I can assure you that as you are sitting here, you have a lot in you. I said, you have a lot in you already. Junior, you have a lot in you. Yeah. You have a lot. You just need to rise up and share. And share. And share. If you share and they do not receive, you haven't, no, it's, it's not your fault. 
I heard the man of God saying that as for the praying for the people of God, I will pray for them. If they are not here, it is not my issue. It's God, God is the one that is his, his issue. Hallelujah. You just have to rise up because the good things and the great things that we hear in the hands of God, many people are out there. They don't have the opportunity to share. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 5, 10 to 11. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Because if you cannot speak, if you cannot disciple, that means you are not hearing. If you cannot hear, you cannot speak. That is why we always say deaf and dumb. Am I saying something right? Those who are not hearing, they cannot speak. If your child is not speaking, that means your child is not hearing well. Not because the child does not have ears. You see, when you speak two languages at home, normally you find out that your first child, he or she struggles to speak because they get confused. You are speaking French a, a few minutes ago, then you turn it around, you speak English. You speak French, you speak English. You speak Czech, you speak English. So at a point, the child is not hearing well. So they become so bad. If you put your child in an environment that they are all speaking French, you will see that, Virginia, your child will speak the French so quick in a few days. Am I saying something right here? Yes. Therefore, if we do not have the confidence to share and preach and disciple, that means we are not hearing. There is a way to hear for you to become the half the tongue, have the tongue of the learned. Hallelujah. That's what King James says. Yes, Pastor Nana. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. Mm -hmm. For we must all appear and, reveal, and be revealed as we are before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive his pay according to what he has done in the body, whether good or evil, considering what his purpose and motive have been. And what he has achieved, mm. being, being busy with and giving himself and his attention to accomplishing. Verse 11. Verse 11. Therefore, being conscious of fearing the Lord with respect and reverence, we, we seek, seek to, to win, win people over, over to in bracket them. to persuade them. To win somebody to Christ, you have to have the ability to persuade the person. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To persuade. What does it mean to persuade? To do what? To encourage. Check, check, check your dictionary quick, please. What does it mean to do what? To convince. To convince. To convince. When you go in into the world, the brothers will have the ability to persuade women or young people to follow them are people who have had so many bad things and they use the bad thing to convince ladies to follow them. Am I saying something right here? To convince. Because ladies are affected by what they hear. That's how God has wired them from creation. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? When they don't hear, they are okay. As soon as they begin to hear, many things change. But we will let them hear the word of God. I said we will let them hear the word of God. And next week we will preach to men this week. You know, not this week. It should start today. To disciple, begin to disciple. Hallelujah! Preach salvation, preach hope, preach peace to somebody. Hallelujah! Say the Lord, I know you need somebody. I am the person. I'm here to preach joy to somebody. Hallelujah! Are you with me, please?
A few points to note. Number one, God is looking for workers and laborers. Matthew 9, 35. 36. Matthew 9, verses 35 to 36. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news, the gospel of the kingdom, and curing all kinds of disease, curing all kinds of disease and every weakness and infirmity. Just read 35. When, when Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news, the gospel of the kingdom, and carrying all kinds of disease, curing, sorry, all kinds of diseases and every weakness and infirmity. What happened? It's 36. And when he saw the throngs, he was moved with pity and sympathy for them. Let's read the King James from here, which is, my, I know many of us know this. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with what? Compassion. With what? Compassion. With what? Hallelujah. You know, when life is nice and cool for you, you can easily be thinking that that is what it is for everybody. Hallelujah. But life is not like that. Many people are going through a lot of difficult times. They have been attacked by infirmities. Hallelujah. As we read, and they need to hear from you and I, you know, Jesus said, they said that, he said, but when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. When you see the unsaved on the road, do you move with compassion? Hallelujah. If you want, the next point, maybe I can add it to this one. God is looking for all the scattered sheep. What is point number one, please? Workers and laborers. And then number two, God is looking for all the scattered sheep. God is always moved when he sees the multitudes. He always moved. In John chapter 6, when he saw 5,000 men, you know, the Bible mentioned only men, you know, and he saw that even food to eat, these people that have been following me, many, he was moved to feed them. Hallelujah. Five loaves and two fish. 5,000 men. Another, another day, 4,000 people came. At the same time, he was moved. God is always moving when he sees multitudes. So the same way, if you make it so winning and decide to bring some people to church, God will move on your situation. I said, God will move on your situation. If you want God to move on your situation, then you have to bring multitudes. Break. Break. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? We need to. He needs laborers. Say, pray. The work is really a lot, but the laborers are few. Who are the people who can go to Manhattan? And stay upon authority. Who are the people who can go to Bronx? Junior, why are 
the people, the French-speaking countries um, and brethren, where do they meet? What are some of the parties that they go to? Hallelujah. Those are the places that we have to go and bring them. And bring them. Hallelujah. Are you here, please? The next one. And you see, this is what will bring blessings and prosperity. life. Successful life. Last Tuesday we were looking at some of the blessings for servants. For servants. Those who dedicate themselves to serve God. So we read from Job 36, 11. You know, so winning will bring prosperity into your life. Hallelujah. It will bring prosperity. Job 36, verse 11. What does it say? Job 36, verse 11. So if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in what? And you will spend your days in prosperity. I said you will spend your days in prosperity. And then there are years in pleasures. Yes. No one year. You go for one vacation and that's it. For the next four years, you can't go for another vacation. Because the money prosperity is not there. One vacation. You go to the vacation, even on the vacation, you were quarreling with the person you went to the vacation with. Because the person said, I want to eat appetizer. You said, no, 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 you have to go for the main menu. Hey, just appetizer. <laughs> How many, if you have known somebody like that, give me a wave. It's not you, somebody, somebody. <laughs> yeah. Junior, are you surprised that you can be on vacation and you'll be quarreling? Yeah. Yeah. You want your person to go and eat Burger King or McDonald's because that is all the money that you can afford. The president asked for vacation. We will not eat bigger cane here. Ah, you've traveled all the way to Orlando, Florida, and you are going to eat bigger cane there. Then you must as well eat a bigger cane here. <laughs> so let's go and look for an African market because we have stove and other things in our room. Hey! Small sweet that you got in in this, this Marriott place. You know they have big refrigerators and things. Yeah. But these things are changing. Happy they are changing. Hey, what a shock. <laughs> you wonder if coming to coming to, to the vacation whether it's good or it's bad. You don't even know. Hey. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why we carry, you know, one time we went to camp. Cherry Hill. Yeah. You know, I'm, by the grace of God, I'm, I'm always part of the planning committee. And one of the reports that we got, somebody brought fufu and soup. And then, and the soup is not even like soup. You know, <laughs> I have a lady in Newark branch said her son likes, you know, fufu and chicken like soup. Anytime that she gives the pan or soup, I don't want the pink soup. <laughs> this one, it wasn't like, it was a pink soup. Pink. I don't know, pan or soup is pink or, yeah, thick one. Putting the WC, trying to flash it. They took the whole system. Yeah? Because <laughs> prosperity and pleasures, they, they are absent. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it will not be said about you. God will prosper you. 
Look, let it be your goal to be a soul winner. I said, let it be your goal to be a soul winner. You don't need to stand here and preach every Sunday to be a soul winner. Are you with me, please? The brothers who were giving the testament, they are real things. You will see practically in New York City here. You will see practically in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday, I say that. Service to divinity is service to your destiny. Yeah. That is the heartbeat of God. So winning. So winning. Hallelujah. Number three. God is looking for someone who will be shepherd to the troubled sheep. Looking for someone who will be shepherd to the troubled sheep. Zechariah chapter 1, chapter 10. <clears throat> Zechariah chapter 10. Zechariah chapter 10, verse 1. Uh-huh. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to every one grass in the Hallelujah. Place. Amen. Ask ye of the Lord rain in the ask. Ask. God is the God of times and seasons. If you ask the thing at the wrong time, you don't get answers. This verse is showing us that if you ask for the right thing at the right time, you will get the answer. Say, the ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the what? Yeah. So that he shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain. You ask it at the wrong time. This is the time for us to ask for souls. You go on your knees, you are praying for Lord, make the ground very fertile for me. As I step out, speak to them already. Speak to this, my friend. Speak to this, my cousin. Speak to this, this person. You know, make their hearts soft so that they can receive your word. Hallelujah. And you will see that God will really answer that prayer. Hallelujah. If you look at this verse, you understand why the prayers of the saints, they are before the throne of God in, in Revelation. Say so they are incense before the throne of God. God does not answer all the prayers. You know, at the same, the time that you are asking, but once they are before him, they will be answered. Are you with me, please? But it's good for us to know when to ask and at the time to ask. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Ask God to make you fruitful this week. Say, Lord, make me fruitful. In the name of Jesus, make me a shepherd. I'm not a shepherd officially in the church, but make me a shepherd. As I'm inviting someone to church and lead the person, automatically I have become a shepherd. Make me a shepherd. Hallelujah. In fact, if you are not a humble person, you can easily not do the work of God. That is why the ministry and the secular they are like that. They go hand in hand. If you do well in ministry, many times you do well in your secular life. Yeah. Those who are very active in the ministry and they do what the, the Bible asks them to do, they do well in their secular life also. Because you need humility. Need humility. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. You need it. You need it. 
I have so many points. Which one do you want me to give to you? How many agree with me that you need humility to be able to serve the Lord? Humility. Yeah. Asking God to give you blessings. What you need to ask for God, give you humility. Because the blessings, they are always in the room. Hallelujah. Give me this in this room. Lord, give me this in this room. Instead of asking that, you ask that God, give me humility. Because Matthew 18, 3 and 4 will tell you that if you are very humble as a child, you will enter. So the entry of that room that you are looking the thing for, that what you need for you to get there and get everything in that room is the humility. Hallelujah. You don't need to ask for specific things, but when you ask for the humility, God will take you, God will allow you to enter into that room and everything in that kingdom will be your portion. Hallelujah. Are you here all, Lord? You, you, yeah. God is looking for somebody. Last one. To save. Or to deliver people who are being devoured by the devil. God is looking for somebody to save or deliver people who are being devoured by the devil. The devil is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He will not devour, but he's devouring many people. Ezekiel 34 verse 5. Ezekiel 34 verse 5. Mm -hmm. And they were scattered because there is no shepherd. And they became made to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. Yeah. When I read this verse, then my mind went to the animal channels that I watch. Wild dogs and hyenas do you know that they don't eat normally they don't even eat dead stuff they eat but when they chase what they do is that they chase the animal and they begin to eat from the back while the animal is alive fresh alive remove the intestine everything what the animal and that is what is happening to many people Many people are alive, but they are being eaten by the devil. Hallelujah. The devil is eating their finances. The devil is eating their joy. The devil is devouring their peace. The devil is eating their life. The devil is eating even their way of thinking. While they are alive. Yeah. Eat their finances, eat their money, sink them into debt. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I've learned in the United States is that many people say they have 401k, but their 401k is empty. You know that many people do not have a retirement fund. Yeah. What they are alive is the devil. I said, it is the devil. Are you with me, please? Yeah? The devil eating their future. When I came here years ago, 2016, I came to meet one of my, my mates from secondary school, high school, or if you call it. Hallelujah. He had been here for about five years when I came. You know, and then I remember this young man was very smart. So when I he took me to Worcester, Massachusetts. They said, I asked him, so why don't you? Oh. At that time, the dot-com was bubbling up. So making chips and memory card and things, they were more in Massachusetts, the factories. And at that time, they give you 15, 16, 17, 19, 20 dollars an hour 
It's a lot of money. 96, 97, it was a lot of money. Even now, it's really a lot of money. If you know how to manage what comes. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Look, it's not how what you get. What, it's not how, I don't know how to say. It is not how much you make. How you manage what comes to you. That's why many people are poor. Yeah. Yeah. And now I have come into conclusion that in life, the beginning of life is very difficult. You can get everything like that. Buy a car, buy a house, marry, raise up children, do this. Everything that we are doing here. But the end of these things, what will happen to you? This guy told me that, oh, you know, we don't need to do this, don't need to. And then I, I was trying to witness to him. Said, oh, these pastors, they are all thieves. This, that, that, they, they, so many things. This week I was talking to somebody who knows this guy. He just, the person just told me that this guy just came, came out of prison. Today, he doesn't have anything. He cannot, the sad thing is that he can also not work. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The devil is eating a people's future. That is what it means. Just corner you and then devour your future. You became, you become nothing. It will not happen to you. I said, it will not happen to you in the name of Jesus because you are going to be a soul winner. You are going to bring somebody to church this Sunday, next Sunday. You are going to bring many people to church. You will bust them. You will give them a lift. You will uber them in the name of Jesus. You will pay for somebody to come to church. There's somebody to come to. Why don't you rise up and let's close. This is what time will allow us. I've not run out of words, but I've run out of time. Pray for yourself and pray for the ground to be fertile. Yeah. Happy Palm and Pastor Nana help us this week. Let's pray for the ground to be very fertile. Let's bring them. Many people are out there. People are confused. You know, how can you be born and you, later when you rise up and say that I'm a woman trapped in a man's body? What can make you think this way? Except that something has affected your brain. The enemy. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. In the name of Jesus, serve the Lord. Prosperity and pleasures will be your portion. Thank you, Thank you. With all eyes closed, if you are here, you don't know the Lord, don't know Him as your personal Savior. Maybe this is the right time. If you don't have, you cannot give. If you don't have him, you don't know him, how can you share? How can you preach? How can you disciple? How can you wave somebody to him? If you are here and you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, the Lord over your life, over your education, over your career, over your profession. I want to give you opportunity to give your life unto him. Lift up your hand. And I'll pray with you. I will pray with you. I want to give your life unto him. I want to give your life unto him. Come on, sing it.
Father, we thank you this morning. We bless you, oh God. We honor you. You choose to do your will, and your will is to win souls. Lord, we choose to be so winners. We choose to bring many battered people out there in the street of Manhattan, the street of Bronx, the street of Queens and Brooklyn, Staten Island, Jesse City, Lord. Choose to bring them. Therefore, hold our hands like Cyrus and lead us to this lost ones. In the name of Jesus, we bless you and we honor you. That your hearts will be filled this Sunday with souls. Thank you. Precious souls. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And let the saints say, Hallelujah. Please take your seat in the presence of the living God. Come on, sing it softly. Can we take our tithe, please? Are we taking communion right now? I thought it's second service. Let's take it second. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.